Hello and welcome to another edition of the Time Flies Podcast. I am your host, Darielle. And for the viewers, as you can tell, but listeners, you can't tell yet, but obviously the viewers, you can. To the right of me, I got a very special guest who's back with me in the building. I got my guy, Neil, with me. Part two. Part two, numero, my guy. Numero dos. Numero dos. How you doing? You chilling? I'm chilling, man. All good? All I'm good? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, man. So if you checked out the previous episode, you know the topic. We're going to continue with our topic of ranking our favorite R&B projects for the past decade. Um, yeah, man. If you checked out the last project, we really appreciate the support. We appreciate the time and energy to listen to it. But um, you want to get right into it? We could get right into it, Let's man. Let's get right into Let's it, man. It. Let's get right into it. So I'm going to pass you the iPad. Yes, sir. Remember, we still high tech. <laughs> we say, bro, we are fancy, bro. We, we drink with our pinkies up, dude. <laughs> the wine glass is pinkies up. This ain't Gria in my wine glass. We try, All right. Yo. So, for this artist, honestly. Number he, seven. It, it, number seven is very, is very different because of how many genres this artist does. Not many people know this artist, but he actually wrote Justin Bieber's first record, Baby. He's a, he obviously there's mad writers on, on songs, but he's mm-hmm. one of the main writers on Baby. And not a lot of people know this. I remember seeing Justin Bieber perform at the, at the U.S. Open when he first started with, with Usher. He came out with Usher at the oh, U.S. Shit. Open right in Queens. Yeah, yeah. What is that? How far is that? Like, how far is 30, 30 minutes? Yeah, 40 like minutes? 30. Yeah. Right over there in Queens when he was 15 or whatever and, and performed Baby. And Black Bear was a writer behind that. And this is who my next artist will be. And this is Digital Drug Lord. Wait, that's the name of the artist? No, no, no. The, the name of the artist is Black Bear. Oh, okay. Artist, the, the, the name of the album is Digital Drug Lord. Mm. And as you can see from the artwork. Fire. Drugs. Um, <laughs> we, we, are not, we are not breaking any rules here. There are, there's, no, there's no sexual stuff being shown. Facts. Just prescriptions. Yeah. All right. All right. And this album is super, like my man Dario always says, this album is super toxic because he's talking about a whole lot of coke, whole lot. Of, he's on his weekend shit. He's on his house of balloons shit. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Oof. He's on his house of balloons, bro. Blackbeard. Damn, Damn, bro. I think, I think he's like sent me a song of his and I just never got around to it, bro. Mm-hmm. I definitely dropped the ball on that one. It's fuck with the artwork, though. It. I think I sent you the song and I wrote it down. I think I, I sent you the song Chateau. Chateau. Mm. And that song is a turn up song. Uh, uh, that's the type of song you listen to when you in, when you in Vegas. Straight mm. up. If you're in Vegas and you got a, he specifically says, if you got a California king bed, that bed big as shit. Facts. That bed big as shit. It's a big bed. Lanky motherfuckers need a big ass <laughs> bed. All right? So It's a big bed. So if you're in Vegas, bro, and you having a and you having a good night, da 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 da, doing your thing, you definitely want to put on Chateau. You're going up to the Chateau. Um, um, the 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 feel of the album is kind of R and B and pop. Mm. So he, okay, no, okay, 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 no, and, no, 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 no. I was gonna say so R and B and pop. So it's 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 like like you said, it's House of Balloon shit, but it's like a little more upbeat. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. What does that sound like? It's a it's it's a it's it a upbeat house of balloons. He definitely uses so he uses auto tune. We talked about it in the episode prior. He uses auto tune, but the way that he manipulates auto tune in the middle of a song or in or like in the middle of a verse is crazy. Like he he'll hit different pitches with the same in the same note if that even makes sense i'm get, i'm on my nerd shit no but it's all good he'll have, out, homie. but he'll have the same he, it, it's kind of crazy and and why it's impressive is he's engineering it he's he's one of these um big crit type dudes big crit does his beats engineers it and does everything. the mixing he does everything j cole j cole yeah. j cole these type of dudes that do everything is crazy to me yeah, and it's multiple checks within one song producer the rapper, the mix dog. Bro, you could be a partial. This man is so. Bra- he's he's very under the radar. Um, meaning like if you write baby, bro. If you're if you're a writer on baby, bro, you're breaded automatically, bro. Facts. So That's crazy. So so he's producing these. He's making the beats. He's he's uh, uh engineering like we said, and he also has other albums. If you check out Black Bear, he has punk rock albums sounding like Green Day, sounding like um um. 
Fallout Boys. So he's like a chameleon. He just jumps from genre to genre to genre. Remember that Greg Oden commercial? I'm a chameleon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my mains. Yeah. <laughs> That's my mains. Damn. And, um, Damn, I really dropped the ball, bro. I should have listened to that fucking and, track. I just and, lost track. Yes. And, and, and I always, my, my girl likes to, likes to listen to a lot of punk rock from back in the day when we were in high school around two, if you graduated around 2010, 2009, 2011, you was in that punk rock. If you, if you heard any type of green, you had to hear it. Even if you weren't into it, you heard a couple of them joints. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's kind of what he sounds like over 808 sometimes. I'm definitely He's got a song out. on here where he's sounding like that. It's called Juicy Sweatsuit. And Juicy J's on it. Juicy sweatsuits, doing lines in the restroom. All y'all dressed to impress who? 20 something trust issues, girl. Insecure about who you are. You're selfish and you know it. I'm here to I may have sent you that one, but like, he got Juicy J, but he's sounding like Green Day. I'm telling you, this shit is fire. Um, oh, so that song with Juicy J, it's like a, it's like, it's kind of like a punk rock song. That song is a. That song is a hip-hop song. It's definitely a hip-hop song, but the way that his, um, the way that Black Bear's voice is, he's not like hiding the fact that he sounds kind of like a punk rocker. Like, yeah, like all of that, all of that bravado, I I guess it's called, or. I feel you. Um. Very interesting. Um. The all work itself, dog, like that shit, like, obviously, I'm I'm not even talking about the bare-chested girl. I'm talking about what's taped to her chest. Yeah. There's hella pills. Like this, yeah. I could tell this. Tell me if I'm wrong. This guy is like talking about like numbing himself, not trying to feel any pain. He ain't. He all of that. He's on his. He's on his. Like I said, he's yeah, on I his gotta, house of balloons. But he's, you see, what's so interesting about that is that if you said that this is this this vibe is very house of balloons, and also based off the artwork, I'd be like, I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. But you threw that fucking monkey, the monkey wrench, and you're like the fucking pop and i'm like what mm-hmm. like i'm fucking hella intrigued i'm gonna check this shit out tonight homie mm-hmm. yeah for real for real yeah so yeah that that's it for black bear man i saw him actually i saw him on a live stream i keep bringing up performances but i feel like it's important when you're talking about an artist because it adds a whole like if you can't perform yeah like like wh- your fans are gonna come see you and they're not gonna come back you're gonna have you're gonna have a one time fan. So when I saw him perform, he was honestly doing his punk rock shit. I think he has a album called Red Roses, and that's his punk rock shit. And he perform. I don't even. I'm not even fully into that type of music. He did some of his hip hop songs there, but he performed the shit out of it. He, you know, doing all the theatrics, mm. very theatrics, almost like he went to a school in arts. You know, I always respect that. Sometimes the shit is weird. <laughs> sometimes the shit is weird. It could go left field sometimes, yeah. But when you're performing up there, you don't care what people think. You're doing your thing. That that, that shows them. I mean, so he's a good performer. Great performer. Damn, Great performer. Boy. Yo, that fucking R and B house of balloons, but mixed with punk rock. I'm mixed like, with punk pop. rock and pop. Like what? That's yeah. like. I'm just like what? That shit just like blew my mind a little bit. Black Bear go crazy. I'm gonna check that out. Yes, sir. Awesome dog. Digital awesome. drug lord. That was your. What was it called again? Digital drug lord. Digital drug lord. Yeah, that yes, fucking sir. title is fired. You gotta, you got bro. You gotta send. You gotta send drugs through the Silk Road. People know. <laughs> People know. It got shut down, but. <laughs> oh man. So that was that was your number seven. Yes, sir. Appreciate that, my guy. So for my number seven, I remember telling you we were talking offline. And I told you that I'm coming out the gate. You bro. said you're coming out the gate. I'm coming out the gate. So my number seven. Oh, I told week. you, bro. I'm talking weekend, dog. I'm talking weekend, bro. I told you I was coming out the gate. All right, remember I said I, hot, I had a hot take. Yeah, this is his best album. Better than house. This is his best. Well, how? Okay, thank, thank you, God, you brought that up. House mm-hmm. the balloons, Thursday, and Echoes of Silence. They're not albums. They were originally released as mixtapes. Okay. So I don't count them as as, okay. art, as albums. Okay. I get what you're saying though. So like if depending on whoever's judging it, you know, but for me, I don't count them as albums, so they're separate from his albums. Yes. From his label official albums, I'm always fucking with Kissland. Kissland to me was the perfect blend of House of Balloons, Thursday, Echoes of Silence Weekend, mm-hmm. but with 
kind of mainstream. Like obviously he signed with the label and he's trying to he's trying to blow up. Yeah. But it kept that essence, bro. Yeah. It kept the essence of him just being kind of like just not trying to go all the way pop. Like Beauty Behind the Madness. This guy was like, yo, fuck it. To, to me, to me yeah. personally. That's just my opinion. Yeah. He was like, fuck it, I'm going pop. Yeah. Can't feel my face. He's talking about Coke, but that sounds like a Z one hundred song. Yeah. It's insane. The Hills was a good song off that album. That kind of felt very weekendish, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Dog, Kisslin? And I remember he did a he did an interview with Zane Lowe. I think it was during the time he was promoting Starboy. And he was talking about Kissland. And he said that that wasn't a very good first album effort. Which I understand why. Because the numbers, projections, and all that shit. But the reason why he said that he's probably like the album felt very distorted. Yeah. It felt very like claustrophobic kind of, kind of to him. Yeah. And I mean, obviously I respect it. It's his music. It's his craft. So I'm going to listen to it. Hell yeah. But man, personally, bro. Number seven, this album came out in 20, this album came out in 2013. The moment I listened, the moment I listened to it, I was like, I was, I just loved everything about it. Belong, belong to the world. Adaptation. This adapt, is, is adaptation the song that's like nine minutes. He has a song yeah, on yeah, here yeah, that's yeah. super long, I right? Think, yeah, yeah, it does, and I'm pretty sure it's adaptation. I'm yeah, this, sure yeah, this adaptation. this album, this album, I, honestly, bro, I, could I don't on, even, though. I don't even think that is a hot. All right, so no, that's a most, hot of, most of his. Be, why? Because people would say what? People would say uh, people what other would album? say they would. I'm telling yo. Okay, depending on who you talk to, because obviously there's like a there's literally a a, li- a line being drawn in the sand between weekend fans. You're either real early, yeah, and you knew about him during that mixtape days, yeah, or the other side of the uh, the other side of the of the line in the sand is Beauty Behind the Madness. That's when he really fucking popped off. Okay, and that's where everybody was like, "Oh shit, who's this guy? This song this song is very upbeat." Yeah, but then obviously the lyrics is talking about coke. Um. So depending on who you talk to, depending on who you talk to, like if you're going to talk to the crowd about finding out about him during Beauty Behind the Menace, they're going to say, I feel like they're going to say Starboy. They're going to say Beauty Behind the Menace. They're going to say... Bro, I forgot about Starboy, bro. Starboy's a good album. That should be having me... That should be having me crip walking. Nah. <laughs> the weekend don't even, don't even claim. Facts. No, no, no. Starboy's a good album. Don't get me wrong. I like it, but I don't think it's, it's a great body of work. I, I have Starboy. I pick songs that I like. There's certain songs that I pick that I love, but I, like as a complete body of work or even like a portion yeah. of the album. I, I don't no, think honestly, Kiss honestly, Kissland to me. First, I'm gonna ask you, what is what does Kissland remind you of in terms of like like you wake like the type of day? <sighs> Rainy. That's what I was gonna say. I was Rainy. gonna say a thunderstorm. A thunderstorm. A motherfucking thunderstorm. And you know, you know, you know, another reason why it reminds me of that. Do you remember the video for "Belong to the World"? It was, it was, a uh, well, this album was made in Tokyo. This, Fire. Al- this album was made in Tokyo. Like he literally just, imp- um, he just threw himself into the Tokyo, Japan culture and all that shit. Fire. And I remember seeing like, I think it was an MTV. This was MTV was still popping. Yeah. MTV was, they did like a feature on weekend and it was basically, it was basically him behind the scenes creating this album. And he was talking about Tokyo and he was like, the reason why I wanted to come to Tokyo is because it's just, it's just a completely different world. And I've never been, and Tokyo yeah. is actually my, my number one go-to list, bucket list that I yeah. want to go to. But from the friends that I talk to, they say it's completely different. Everything from like the major um, metropolitan areas, obviously they're a lot more cleaner. Yeah. The culture, everybody's a lot nicer. The fashion, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. is just different. Yeah. And he said that, um, that he wanted to get away. And one of his lines and one of his songs is like, been staring at the wall, been staring at the same wall for 18 years. And then now I'm, now I'm, 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 I'm touring across the world. Shit like that. I, I don't know verbatim, but mm-hmm. it's like around those lines. Mm-hmm. But the vi- going back to your question, the video for Belong to a World is Tokyo, Japan. Fire. And from what I remember from it, it just it was it was eerie. It was it was it was dark. You could say dark. It was dark, eerie, moody. And I was and I was just like, oh bro, like yeah. I fuck with this video. Yeah. The video fits with the with the feeling of the song as well. So that's another reason why I think of rain and just like gray and cloudy and all that shit. Yes, sir. Yo, oh, man. And it, uh, artists, yo, artists be making up, uh, they be making up some bullshit sometimes. What do you mean? They be making up some bullshit like, like, 
Yeah, I just wasn't in my I just wasn't in my right head. All right, like like I just wasn't in my right head. Um, I just couldn't perform that song. Like Summer Walker, she was like, I just can't perform that song because oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it just cuts too close. Like, so, but changing scenery is not bullshit. Like how you said he went to Tokyo to, to, yeah. to record. That is one thing that you can believe from artists that is totally real because for my weed smokers out there, <laughs> anytime, even if you don't smoke, when you go somewhere different, when you go to a different country, a different state, different wherever you do feel different you start to feel the vibes of it you start to feel this that and a third and if weekend holds true and does all of these drugs when you i don't don't think he does them you think he he capping a little bit uh recent i mean i I just saw speculation this was my opinion i think he definitely waned off a lot yeah but like during this time i think he was still on that shit he was still on that shit so so i say that to say if you if you go somewhere if you're somewhere different for the first time and you smoke weed, you get higher than you've ever been because mm. you use this change of scenery. Mm. So if you, I don't do them harshes that, that, that we can be talking about. He be going crazy. Digital, he's the, he's the real digital drug lord. Uh. I, w- I would guess that it's going to hit you a little harder. You're going to have different feelings because of this, that, and the third because drugs fuck with your emotions. So I'm going to guess you're going to record some fire-ass shit when you're doing something like that. And he was hungry at this time because- was this, was he trying, at this time was, you said this was 2017? No, nah, the album came out in 2013. 2013. Yeah. So yeah, that's early in his career. So, so, so the, the, he's uh, hungry. Yeah. The, and what they did um, after he signed to the label, I forgot what label, I think he was at a label at the time. I don't think he had his own label yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they came, do you remember they came out with that trilogy album? Yes. That's, yes. They basically just compiled the three mixtapes and put it out as an album. Yes. So I don't count that. So I count this as his yes. first official debut Ooh. label album. Go ahead, go ahead. Since, since you say that with the mixtapes and albums, I'm going to ask you a crazy, this is a crazy question. Nah, hit me, bro. And, and it's different. This is not R&B. No, nah, that's, that's what we here for, dog. <laughs> we here to talk and talk about the shit. So, Feel yo, me? Yo. Let's is, get into it, dog. Is Lil, is Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, to me... Lil Wayne is the GOAT because of his mixtapes. But I'm going to ask this. I had to do a, disclo- a disclosure so people don't turn me off when I say this. <laughs> is Lil Wayne the most overrated album artist? Why? Why? Why are you asking me that? Bro, his mixtapes blow his albums out of the water. Mm. They're not even close. Like, he has certain hits like a Millie and, yeah. and certain really big hits that still hit crazy. But, bro, his mixtape... Like, if you're... If you're in a car with five people, you packed out the back, there's three people sitting in the back, yeah. and you play some of his hits, people are going to go crazy. But if you play the mixtapes, people are going to go, oh, shit, I forgot about... A well, whole different reaction. That's when, he, that's when he really popped off, when he went through that mixtape run. He was doing crazy mixtape runs, and that's what like propelled him into like, okay, this guy is the next one. He's the guy. And then that's when like the whole main, mainstream stuff happened. Um, Fuck, man. So... Honestly, I might be the wrong guy to ask that question because I'm a I'm a Wayne fan. Like I like him and I appreciate his um I appreciate what he's done for the culture. Yeah. And like definitely he's one of the GOATs. But like I just never really gravitated a lot towards him. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't I, I'm not the right guy to answer that, man. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. It's all I good. I mean, his albums what are what are real quick on a little tangent, what are yeah. the, his official albums are Carter One, Carter Two, Carter Three. Three. Um, um. He did the I Am Not a Human Being. I'm Not a Human Being. He had the rock one when he was faking the guitar on stage. What's that one called? <laughs> I forget. Uh, rebirth? I don't rebirth know. the thing. Maybe, it is. Maybe. It is, right? I think it's Rebirth. Yeah. And then, oh, he has Carter 4, obviously. Yeah, like, those. they're good songs on there. They're not like there's tra- certain, there's certain trash songs on there. But again, right. I got I to gotta stay consistent. Longevity. He's been famous since he was like eight or whatever. He had that document. <laughs> Check out that documentary. That shit is, that shit is funny as much as it is sad. Which one? Do you remember? Do you remember the name of it and shit? I don't remember the name. It might, it, it might be on YouTube. But he said, when he said that Birdman had him in a room with the prostitute when Lil Wayne was like 12. Literally, legitimately 12. You know what story I'm talking about? And he like, I don't, I don't know the story, but I know that he signed when he was like 12, 13. And all you hear, all you hear, Lil Wayne literally explains it like this. He goes, suck Lil Wayne, let dick. Suck Lil Wayne let dick. Everybody in the room when he's like 12. So <laughs> you gotta check out that documentary because that shit is raw. Pause. Um 
Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely pause. Big because, pause. Whoa. Um, but but Wayne has been in the game so long that you gotta give him respect. But those mixtapes, come on. Those mixtapes are different, bro. Big facts. Um but that, yes. no, that's a great question, man. That's a great question. But, but yeah. That, but yeah, back back to the weekend. Yeah. Um, so I just yeah, I just those mixtapes, I just don't count them. And and I feel that this one is just to me is the first official debut label album. And to me personally, it might be a hot take, maybe not. I think it's his best album. Go ahead. You know you know why that's a that's a really good uh barometer to gauge shit on? Is the, you can't count mixtapes. It's harder to make an album because it's almost like playing street ball and playing regulation. Different. You're playing regulation, you gotta coach, you gotta listen to the you gotta play in the confines. Yeah, and you got official play refs. Obviously. There's official refs. You got to play within the confines of certain of certain things. You on a mixtape, you you playing street ball. There's no refs. There's no nothing. So you could you analogy dog. Hey hey hey, you could do whatever, and you know what I'm saying on an album. Yo, we can't get that sample cleared for you. I'm I was sorry. Really gonna say mixtapes. I remember Lil Wayne was just rapping over like songs that were put out officially. And I don't know if it is like that right now, but I remember back in the day, like they didn't have to worry about sample clearances. Yep, yep. So there was a there was a on my on my music nerd shit again. There was a case with Nicki Minaj recently where she used a song. She didn't release it. Funk Flex released it by accident on Hot ninety seven, and she actually lost this lawsuit with the sample that she never made money on. And that's how mixtapes used to be. Oh, mixtapes sure. used to be. I got this beat. I'm hopping on this beat. You can't do nothing about it because I'm not making money off. This is purely promotional. It's going to go on from motherfucking Dat Piff and SoundCloud. Five years ago, within five years ago, Nicki Minaj lost a lawsuit that claimed that, like, you can't do that no more. Like, you could get sued. Like, you could lose. I, I forget who it was. Whitney Houston, somebody. Not Whitney Houston. Uh, Shaka Khan. Somebody like that. Tudor. Fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah, bro. This music game is crazy, man. But that's why that's a great that's a great thing to not count mixtapes. It's harder to make an album. You're, you're, you're within confidence. Yeah, and then on top of that, it's like... It's like whenever whenever the album is thrown out, it's like it's like automatic pressure, you know. Because I'm gonna go to Drake. Drake is always weaving through these lines. He makes a he makes a playlist. Yes. He doesn't throw out albums. He's like, nah, my next project. He also says project. He's like, my next project is not an album. It's a playlist. Yep. But it's like an album. Yep. But he doesn't want that pressure of the next album because everybody's gonna be like, is it a classic? Is it not? Yeah. What you doing? So whatever. That's a different tangent. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as this album, bro, Kissland, this is my favorite weekend album. I think it's his best album. And like I said, I think it's the perfect time because he still has that mixtape vibe and it's right before he blows up with um, the mainstream shit. Mm-hmm. He still keeps his weekend vibes, toxic, all that shit. Yeah. And I named a whole bunch of songs, but one of them I forgot is Professional. Bro, this album, Oh, that's my favorite song on there. Dog, that song is... I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play myself and sing it, oh, but but oh and one, one last thing is fucking this album, it has like it has a little bit of everything. It has a little bit of like upbeat R and B, but still weekend vibes, obviously. But then it has like dark weekend shit, like um, pretty, pretty to me is a dark song. Like never feel so pretty, and then he's talking. Oh, he's just he just gets into his weekend bag, bro. Love shit it. It's fucking amazing. Love it. So yeah, man, that's my number seven. Weekend Kissland, go check it out for all your new new weekend fans. Go check this one. Mixtapes are not albums. This next artist. Probably, honestly, out of all the R&B acts, she probably had the biggest come up within the last six years. Six, okay. This album came out in 2020, so it's fairly new. It might, honestly, it's probably the newest album I have. I usually, I usually like, uh, I usually like to let an album marinate for a little bit, see if it has replay value. But there's certain songs in this album that is is really undeniable. That it has to be in my top 10 because this shit be having me bumping. People probably look at me when I'm in my car bumping this shit like, he crazy as hell. I'll be fucking <laughs> singing that shit. And it's Kalani. The album came out in 2020. Um, Kalani, it wasn't good. It was all good until it wasn't. I remember the album. That was a good um, album. It was a good album. Um, the, the reason why Kalani ranks so high on my album list her voice, there's certain uh, 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 videos that you could go watch. Her voice with no auto-tune is crazy. Her range is crazy. Like how she, could, how she could manipulate her voice to do certain things 
live is insane in the way that she doesn't try to sound like anybody else. Everybody on my list, honestly, if you go down the list and you're listening to these albums, you're not going to really hear similar pattern within the music. Mm. Like these artists, I feel like almost they're so talented with their vocal, with their vocals that they can challenge themselves and it still comes out like a very nice finished product. Um, she got a song on here, Serial Lover. Love hard, fuck harder. Serial lover, serial lover. Love hard, fuck harder. Serial lover, need to recover. I got bodies, I'ma take to the grave. Serial Lover is probably the hottest song on here, bro. That's your joint? Bro. That's your joint? The way that it starts out and it's just mellow for two minutes and then right at the end honestly i wish she extended you ever you ever listen to a song that's short and you're like bro i wish you just kept Don't extending get me started bro i hate when that shit happens dog i wish you kept extending what the what so were you that thinking? song with um that song was short bro it's 212 something like that and it's smooth i said two minutes but it's probably it's smooth for a buck 30 that has no drums it doesn't have drums for like a buck 30 mm. then Right after you pass that, the, the bass start knocking, and that's when people look in my window and they go, this motherfucker crazy. Why is he <laughs> dancing so hard on a Wednesday? Oh, we Wednesday. got two more days of work. You shouldn't be happy. On a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be. We got two more days to go to work, bro. Why are you happy, dog? But um, I, I, listened to the, I listened to that album, and dog, it's just, you know what else sucks in today's world? It's just music is just coming every fucking every second. day, bro. Honestly, there's new music every day, and... I can't I can't sit with an album as much as I used to, but I do remember listening to that album when it came out. That was a good ass album. That was a Bro. great album. And and it was a little bit better because she had the whatchamacallit? She had the party next door mm-hmm. and Kyrie Irving drama. Mm-hmm. The drama always makes it interesting. I do not take this drama stuff serious, but the shit is entertaining as hell. It is, man. We're we're only human, bro. We're only here, the bro. shit is hysterical, bro. Yeah, I remember that. That was a time when, uh, oh, bro, Kyrie was posting on Instagram that the world was flat and that he lost his girl. Yeah, and P Part- and PD was in the sheets. P D was P and D was holding her hand and stuff like that because he don't post his face ever. Like, Party next door is like I think I think he might be like forty two years old, <laughs> but but his industry age is like twenty seven, right? <laughs> Yo, P and D's of. Sneaky ass dude, bro. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, man. No, that album. I remember listening to. It, I remember in the moment, the album was really good. I really liked it. I yeah. Really liked it. Yeah. I liked. I liked the way. Like I said before, I liked the way she chooses her music. It really. It really doesn't sound like anything. Um. It, anything. Anything that's on the radio over and over again. And you said when it come out, twenty twenty. This came out twenty twenty, so it's fairly fairly recent, bro. Fairly recent. Fairly recent. See, things like that when you when when you when you reveal your list. In a particular number, six, five, four, whatever. If that album is like fairly recent, 2020, 2019, that means something. That Hell means yeah. something, bro. That means the quality of the music is really good because That's we're talking cool. about projects within the last 10 years. And if you're picking a project from the last two years or three years, mm-hmm. that means it made a real big impact on you. And it was recent. Hell yeah. So like that's that's something to take note of, yo. Hell yeah. That's Hell dope. Yeah. That's dope. I, f- I feel like that, I feel like that album, um, put a lot of people that are in the R&B world like on notice of like, okay, she can't just, because a lot of people can sing. There's a whole lot of people that can sing and there's a whole lot of people that can rap. There's not many people that can make a song. That's mm. different. Like, bro, there's a certain rappers and there's certain, who we got? We got, person comes off top, Lil Yachty. Motherfucker can't rap. He cannot rap, dude. But he can make a song. He knows how to make a song. He's an artist. Yeah. You gonna ask me, oh, the conversation I don't like a lot Drake Kendrick, make that that our that can go on forever. But to make it short and sweet, Kendrick's way better rapper. Yeah. But Drake makes better songs. Like in the mm. club, like if you in the club, bro, you're not trying to hear Kendrick talk about the the black injustice and all of this. And that stuff is that stuff is very much needed. All that in the third. Yeah. But if you in the club, you just got to drink, try to have a good time, get away from the stressors, put on Drizzy. That's facts. That's <laughs> but, facts. Drake is he's a master at creating songs, especially like singles. It's like he yo, he's like a scientist, bro. He knows yeah. how to drop it, when to drop it, mm-hmm. what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's insane. That's, and, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a dope analogy. And that and comparison. that comes and that comes back to the point of if you go back to, through the pod, you'll probably hear me ask this a lot. I say, what what does the music sound like? 
because Kendrick has a sound like like where where are you when you want to listen to Kendrick? You're probably in your car, you know, daytime, maybe nighttime for Good Kid, Mad City. You know, I, that stuff is important, and I, and artists are very aware of that when they're making their song. Is this gonna be played in the day? Is this gonna be played at night? Can this be played any time? Is this gonna be played in the club? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and of course, artists artists take that into consideration. Um, so okay, so I, you've been asking me about my albums. What kind of vibe is it? Uh, yeah, Kalani. What Kal- kind of vibe is he? Kalani. Kind of is Kalani's the type of shit, honestly, where you just broke up with your ex, right? You broke up with her on like a Tuesday. You broke up with your girl, or your or your, or your dude. True. And you true, like, true, and you true. like, and you like, you know what? We respect all sexualities. Also LGBTQIA plus. We respect all that. Yeah, yeah. And you about to go out. You with you with your homies or you with your girls. You about to go out and you pouring the drink up and you need something. That's not slow talking shit toxically. You need something a little upbeat talking mm. shit toxically. Mm. And you could put on this Kaylani shit. And when, when the vibes come, when the bounce come and she's talking her shit, that's what you need right before you go out. Right before you about to, right before you're about to do a bunch of shit you regret, <laughs> you bump. Yo, it's honestly perfect. It was good until it wasn't. You bump that shit until you regret some shit. <laughs> Shit used to be good. Now it ain't. Now I, re- it ain't. I regret this night. Shouldn't have did that shit. Damn, that album title fits perfectly with literally how you describe yeah, it. Yeah, if the graphic was better, people could see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the viewers, sorry, man. Listeners, Yo. just you know, be grateful that you didn't see it. But <laughs> viewers, you know, we make, we, make, we make mistakes. We're human. So we, we, we didn't want to put you through that. So we cut up the Time Flies logo. You, you feel me? Um, <laughs> yes, sir. So, dope, that, so that was my number six, I believe. No, nah, that was seven. Right? That, that was, was your seven. That well, was number that was your six. My bad. You're right. You're right. That's that was number your six. six, right? Okay. Correct. My bad. All right. So that yeah, was so. your number six. Um, my number six. All right. My number six. I got. Hey. <laughs> Yo. I told you I'm coming out the gate, boy. Yo. I'm coming out the gate. Okay. This shit is. This shit is. Too fire. <laughs> Different, bro. Different. Um, okay, so obviously you can see in front um behind us we got the Summer Walker still over it. This album came out super recent, 2021. I want to say like the fall that just passed. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I was heavily debating between over it and still over it. I literally listened to both albums back to back to back to back. <laughs> if that made any sense. And I'm like, bro, over it, over it is such a good album. But I'm like Still over it was it to me, bro. You know what song is insane? And you know who doesn't get props? Screwing. Future old Omarion. Got big dick energy. You gon' see I'm worthy. I'm in a hurry. You ain't gotta worry. I like how you freaks all the screen, not a bitch. I know that you're in love with me. Love with me. Ooh, okay. Bro. Marion okay. comes on that shit. Pause. <laughs> Damn. Super pause. When he, yeah, yeah, you got me. Viewers do not kill me. Listeners do not do not kill me. Okay. When he pops on the track, bro, he is killing it, bro. He's one of the and and all these like, all these like people are trying to get people for verses. Like, who's gonna face Usher? Depending on who it is, whatever. But I would want to see Omarion in the verses, bro, because he got joints. He could sing. He, he, he could dance. We all know he could dance. Thanks. So his performance is going to be good for the verses. But anyway, going back to Summer Walker, bro. Mm. That joint screwing with Future and Omarion, that shit was crazy. The song was already good. And then when Omarion hops on the track, I'm like, bruh. Homie made Icebox. Goat. Goat. Icebox, Homie said bro. like this. Goat. <laughs> Homie. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> Icebox. I'm crying. I'm crying. And then... And then on top of that, throw the joint fourth baby mama. I wanna start with your mama, she should have whipped your ass. Mm. Girl, you ain't shit, but she don't care cause you lit. Paying for trips, cars, bags. bags. And bought the crib, crib. But she never call you out. Cause she like the way that she live. But that's some foul shit. She wasn't even around when you ain't had no money. That was fun. Going at London, right? London, yeah. I think. This is a bit Yes, yes, yes. London on the track. They had little. little on the song, on the song, she's like, she's she's talking about how his mom didn't prepare him 
for basically like trying to be the father for all these children that he has. He got a lot of baby moms. He got a lot of baby mamas. Lot of baby and, mama. and like, and he, she's singing about like how like your mom should have done a better job. And he, she was also singing on the track how like he wasn't there for the pregnancy. You know, he, she's also singing on the track saying how like he used to call her his queen, but she's realizing that he was just calling her his queen of R&B. Ooh, London on the track, dude. Bruh. Yo, um, Yo, this shit I have a I have a hot work. take about this album because this is honestly this is one of my favorite. This, bro, this album is crazy. Um, Go ahead, hit me. Throw it away. Throw it away, honestly, is one of the best R&B. So some of these songs, right, that are upbeat, you can honestly, I have to give a disclosure, you can honestly say that some of them are R&B slash pop when, when it goes upbeat, mm. when it starts going upbeat. Rhythm and blues, and I could be wrong, somebody fact checked me. I'm thinking it's a certain BPM mm. that it's slowed down. Mm. And... Throw it away, straight, strictly R and B because it's slow the whole time. Yeah, is one of the best R and B, one of the best, not the best, one of the best R and B songs of like the last five to seven years. Mm. That song Talk is your shit, bro. Boy. That, that, that song doesn't make sense. <laughs> that song, bro. I put that shit on and I'm like, aliens did, did aliens have arrived. I feel you. A- aliens have came down. I feel you. And they're living in human form. That was one of that was one of the songs that I wanted to highlight. Fourth baby mama, school with Omarion, throw it away. Um, circus, broken promises. Circuses. Yo, there's a, oh, but I do. There's was one little knock about this album. The second track, I believe, is that joint with City Girls. I forgot the name JT. of it. JT. It's, it's with JT. Super upbeat. It's like I get it. I get it. You don't need your man. Yeah, yeah. You I get it. You gotta like play to the masses. But I'm like, I skipped that song right away, bro. Really? I'm, like, I'm not into that song at all, dog. I'm not I, really a City Girls guy, but... I don't like when JT hops on it. Mm-hmm. I don't like when JT comes on the track. I like that song when I'm drinking. Because it's upbeat and it has a really nice bounce. Yeah. And I turn it off when JT... Because she, <laughs> she messes up the bounce. She starts rapping mm-hmm. and it's no more bounce. It's now like... It's almost like rapidy rap, but her, she doesn't have bars. When you're doing rapidy rap, you better be like... Merkin shit Bring to me. It. See, I can't even like, I can't even like talk to you about that because I just don't listen to the song. You don't ever, listen. You skip bro. it. I, I just I, skip I don't blame it, you. Dog. And me. I'm just like, but it, I'm thank God it's, it's that's the only track that is like super out of to me. That's super out. It's just not. It, it's not cohesive within mm-hmm. the album to me because the whole the rest of the album I feel like is super R and B. You feel me? So what do you think of the Pharrell track? That's one of my favorite ones too. Yeah, you don't like the upbeat ones. Yeah, I'm. I forgot what it was called, but like, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Pharrell, Neptune, Chad Hugo, them. I, I love them, bro. But I wasn't the first time I heard it. I was not feeling it. Get my it guy. down right there. Down right there. No, I was, yo, I was not feeling it, bro. You were, you was I like, was Fuck. not feeling it. It honestly, literally, I just started liking the song. I can't even say start liking it. I just started accepting the song. Got you. I started accepting the song when I was when I was re-listening to this the albums for this uh, podcast mm-hmm. i was like okay it's not terrible and like i can listen to it yeah i'm not skipping i was skipping it right away bro because i was just like what the fuck like i don't again i don't think it's cohesive i don't think it fits within the album but i, I keep saying reiterating myself but yeah the, the more i listened to it I, was, I just became more accepting of it um great question bro i totally yeah. forgot about that song but um yeah man just uh summer walker still over it oh and real quick i wanted to throw this at you so as far as R&B in today's world, and as far as the females, killing it, obviously. Yeah, they, Summer, they're killing the man. Summer Walker, to me, I feel like she's thrown within a group. There's like a group of R&B girl, women that like they're, they're people are always trying to pit against. Mm-hmm. You got Summer. Mm-hmm. You got SZA. Mm-hmm. You got... Oh, there's a Her. Her. And you have one more. I, I'm thinking Janae Eiko, but I don't think that's the one. No, it's... Um, there's one more, yeah. Ooh. So, Summer Walker, SZA. Oh, and LMA. Her. LMA. And LMA. LMA, is a, LMA just came out with a song. I can't even, I don't even can't think of the name of it. 
it might rank up that like talk to me in two years this this song is this song is, doesn't make sense mm. i gotta check that one out yeah but like i feel like within that group that she's she's thrown in i don't like i scissor might have something to say about it i mean i think her just won a grammy so but <laughs> yeah but, but like to me summer walkers i think she's the one bro yeah scissor hasn't dropped Tissa hasn't dropped in years. Yeah. She had it. T- TDE has a very weird way of releasing music. And they have too many artists to do. At first, yeah. when they when it was only the five of them, when it was Kendrick, Schoolboy, Absol, uh, Absol J-Rock. J-Rock, and SZA, you can do what they were trying to do. They were trying to drop like every quarter and split it up, even though there's four quarters. They were still trying to like split it up within quarters. And something happened because obviously like Kendrick's next album is his last one. On TV, and stuff yeah. like that. So something happened, and there's something weird going on with with the way they release music. It's so interesting that you bring that up because I literally saw a, a thread on one of the blogs that I still follow. Yes, blogs are still alive, but uh, one of the blogs that I follow, I saw a thread where um, Top Dog was literally answering, responding to Twitter questions, and one of the questions was basically like, "Why haven't you dropped stuff? Why hasn't anybody dropped anything?" Mm-hmm. And the answers were pretty much the same as like, we're coming, pause, is like, we're just working on our stuff. We're trying to make sure it's right before we just drop it. But dog, like, like we need, like, like, and we, and we want to hear from the main guys. Like Isaiah Rashad just dropped a project. It's good. But like, we want to hear from the main guys. We want to hear about, we want to hear from, what was that? <laughs> you, you saw you, that you, thing about Isaiah Rashad? You didn't like the project? <laughs> no, not the project. I, no, the first project that Isaiah Rashad ever dropped, fire. I, I had that on repeat for a minute. But did you you didn't see what, what happened with Isaiah Rashad? Oh yeah, I know you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I made the face. Oh, if, some, if people if people yeah, know, yeah. we're not gonna talk about it. Yeah, but if yeah. people know, you know I made that face. It's funny. If people know, then you know. <laughs> but as far as like, just the music, that album came out. It was cool. Um, I, I believe like some other artists dropped, but they're like the, they're not the mainstays of fucking TDE. Yeah. We want we want to hear from Schoolboy Q just dropped the song Soccer Dad. Pretty cool. We want, oh, okay. But we want to hear from Kendrick. Obviously, Kendrick is the he's the throne of TDE. And supposedly he's gonna be dropping something soon, but whatever. Anyway. Number two DMing my bitch, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Kendrick, Kendrick is a dude, but yeah, just some um, little TDE tangent. But going back Hell to yeah. Summer Walker, this album was fucking yeah amazing to me. That's my number six. That's amazing. That's my number six, man. What does this feel like? I almost feel like it sounds like the last album. It really does to me. But you like different songs, so maybe not. What does the album feel like to me? Yeah, what does it feel like to you? What would you be doing? What type of place you at? Where are you at in for, life? For the songs, for the songs that I like, <laughs> where you at in life? <laughs> for real, straight walk, up. Walking on the beach and just like <laughs> contemplating life. Straight um, up. Facts. Um, you're right because you just said something very interesting. Because depending on the songs that I like, and I just told you I don't like JT. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of that Pharrell songs yeah. song. And both of those songs are upbeat. Yeah. So like with Summer Walker, I like when she gets into her R&B smooth, her smooth bag. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I don't chilling in the crib and just chilling like in the crib. listening to listening to music and just trying to really gauge what the artist is trying to project. Yeah. From this project. Yeah. Fire. That's pretty much it, man. Fire. Yeah, just mm. chilling, just chilling. You could be driving. You could be chilling. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. It definitely is a smooth. It's smooth. It's a smooth album. It's very cohesive too. It's got a storyline behind it. It's fire. Yeah. All right, man. Obviously, it's your oh, turn, my guy. You got last, it? but yeah, not least. Man. And so, Party Next Door is... Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. I'm so sorry. Before you start, so the hot take that you said, yes. I, I agree. I'm P&D all day, bro. I'm this P&D. guy is one of my favorite artists. I'm P&D. But you said... I'm Team P&D, bro. But you said... We got to have He's takes. the best... R&B artist... To come out... Of the last 10 years. So we're talking, so we're 2022, so we're talking about 2012. And I, and I think, and I think. I could throw I'm, some names at you right now, bro. And, I'm, and, I, and I could, and the reason I say this is because if I said, if I said to you, who's the hottest R&B slash pop, I guess, woman of the last 10 years, who, 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 who really comes to mind? I don't know. R&B slash pop in the last 10 years? Who has the most hits and the hits are, this is, this is a jaded question because I'm kind of leading you this way, yeah, yeah. but. And hits are viable and not annoying on, on the radio. Riri. No, bro, I was talking about this with a coworker. No woman, no woman, not even Beyonce, because her records are slow, slower, can beat Rihanna in a versus. 
you have to pick men. You have to start picking men, and you have to, it has to be like Pitbull. Because <laughs> there's so many hits, bro. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get and who saying. and who's Rihanna's main writer? Who was that? I forgot. Party. Oh shit! He writes all her records, bro. All her best records. All of her best ones. If you're writing Rihanna's records, and you're helping writing Drake's records, and you come out with albums like this, with sex on the beach. With the with the sample from Latch from the from the artist disclosure from the band disclosure. Go ahead, break it down, boy. With the that little shit in the background, bro. Party, yo, this this. Oh my god, I have so many questions. This could be an episode by itself. I'm gonna let you rock. No, 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 no. Ask the question. Okay, so okay, what made you decide between this and the first one? If the same, if if, third one is trash, it is. Third one's trash. Big facts. What the fuck? I'm always dog. I think he was smoking quaaludes. I don't know what the fuck happened with that. (laughs) What made you pick this one over the first one? Or is the first? Is the first one on the list? Or like, say no comment. I don't know. Like the first one, part. Okay, so the first one, it still sounds a little gritty to me. He said when he was recording for a long time. I don't know if he did it for this album. He was mixing and mastering again. Another guy who does his mix and mastering and beat making. He was mixing all the shit in Dre Beats headphones. For what? For this album? Yeah. No, no, no. For, for P1. I know for a fact for P1. I'm not sure for P2. Mm-hmm. He said for P1, he was doing all the mixing and mastering in fucking Dre Beats headphones. That's very hard to do and then yeah, play it in your car. Fact. So I'm like, okay, that's crazy. But it still sounds a little gritty. And, I'm, and I am a sound person. And the songs to me with the catchiness aren't as catchy as like the best song on P1 that sticks out in my brain is welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. Welcome. Oh, and that whole pro- to me, that project is fucking legendary. And, but my and, bad, go ahead. And, and the reason... No, 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 that's perfect. And the reason why I say welcome to the party is the best is because I think of... I think of songs sometimes in terms of how a person's going to perform it. And welcome to the party, bro. He can do that to open his concert for the rest of his life. Have you seen P&D Live? Yes. I'm gonna fucking punch you in the face right now. I've never seen him live. I'm gonna punch you in the face right now. Fuck! <laughs> Where'd you see him? Oh, you're gonna punch me in the face, dude. OVO Fest when Drake and Meek were having beef, and he posted the memes of Meek on the on the thing, and Kanye West. You went? And you went that. to it? Me and my girl drove ten hours to Toronto. That sounds like to a good fo- ass time, bro. OVO Fest. It was amazing. Damn. Fuck. Okay, my bad. Continue. I almost my cried bad. when party came out. Nah. <laughs> nah, bro. My but, bad. Go ahead. My bad. No, no, no. No, because um, I remember there was um, I forgot what project he dropped, but I was actually trying to go see him. He he went. It was years ago, maybe like twenty seventeen. I don't know what project it was, but he was doing like a. It was like a small tour, and I was trying to get tickets, bro. For um, at the time, uh, my girl and I, and I was trying to get tickets, but I I didn't realize the party hive that's going on. I didn't realize it, so like my dumbass was like, the tickets went on sale at ten a.m. and I'm like, yo, let me let me try at ten twenty. I'm like. Hella gone. You need the pre-sale for party. Hella gone. And then yeah. the resale tickets I remember were crazy. I was like, I'm sorry, PND. Like, yep. I'm still trying, I'm still getting to know you. And I'm, yep. I'm not gonna spend that bread. Yep. I regret it. But um, <laughs> my bad, continue, bro. A, a secret, a secret for the for the for the people listening. If you want to see an artist, bro, unless he unless he or she is your favorite artist, just wait for a festival to come around. Just wait for a festival. It's much cheaper. They're going to mm. perform their hit songs because they only do about 45 unless they're the headliner or before the headliner, which then they do like an hour. Headliner does like an hour and a half. Unless it's your favorite, favorite artist, don't spend all that bread to go to like the best arena in your city and spend so much bread. Go to a festival. That shit is fire. Do some really? shrooms, smoke some weed at a festival. <laughs> you will be in your element. Appreciate the advice, homie. But, um... But no, yeah, party, man, bro. This shit is. 
That project is crazy. This project is crazy. Like, bro. again, talking about, we, we were saying before, if you combine T-Pain and Lil Wayne, a lot of people are, are sons. All these artists are, the, are their sons. Whole lot of R&B people. If you combined, I'm doing a combination. You, sometimes you got to come, because people try to do that so you don't say that someone sounds like one artist. They'll try yeah. to combine two artists. Bro, if you combine Party, if Party and Travis Scott had a love child, <laughs> a lot of artists, again, are right That's under their fact. tree. That's a fact. Are under their tree, bro. That's a fact, It's bro. crazy. That's a fact. Options is on this, right? Baby, you got options, girl. <laughs> this is for the real bitches. Bro, that's my joint. <laughs> Yo. And then, then it, oh no, and Thirsty's on this. Thirsty is one of my favorite songs of the last, of the, that, that can group up there with, um, with Throw It Away. And then the remix for Wale came out with Thirsty. That was obviously not signed on the album, but. Oh, I didn't even know that. I got to listen to that. I got to listen to that. You haven't heard that? You probably heard it, but you this, just this is another hot take. You don't like Wale? No, 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 no. I love Wale. When it's an R and B song, your verse better be so fire, bro. Because like I hate R and B and rap together. His sometimes. verse, his verse is he goes in, bro. He what? goes in. He does a good job. Nah, he does a good job, okay. bro. To, uh, to me, hopefully, if you be, hear it, you're like be, you, because you no, it's good because sometimes rap feels a little weird. Like, bro, Ashanti. I wish I could have so many Ashanti songs without Ja Rule going. <laughs> This motherfucker. While Shanti's just sounding like an angel. Yeah. I feel you. Relax, bro. I feel you. I feel you. And that's a hot take because those, bro, all those records went like double fucking diamond platinum. Big facts. But, no, no. Wale does his thing. And on top of that, Wale is also slept on with his songwriting. He he, he has some of the best songs, period, within the last 10 years. Wale's a go. Big facts. Um, He's just, he just, his attitude thing. People, People take him the wrong way. Cause he's, cause he's sarcastic. I think. I mean, but he brought it on himself. He does. He does do yeah. certain things like that. But I feel like he's just super sarcastic, and and people don't understand that he's being sarcastic. He likes. He says that Seinfeld is his favorite comedy. Yeah. I don't think Seinfeld is that funny. But if you think Seinfeld's the greatest, that means you're super sarcastic, and like you look at things a certain way. So like, I don't know. Yeah. Nah. Wally is different. But um. Yeah, man. P and D two, bro. This project was crazy, dog. Yeah, bro. If you, if you, if you nah, got, nah, if you got I more mean, shit to get off your chest. Nah, bro. bro. That's it, bro. That's that's my hot take, bro. Party's the goat. Rihanna's a goat. If anybody, bro, com- make under the comments if you Please. think anyone can beat Rihanna in a versus. You have to tell me because the only person I could think of right now is Pitbull. Yeah, yo, it's interesting that you say Rihanna against because I always thought it was Beyonce, but it's true. Beyonce doesn't have enough upbeat, enough upbeat. shit. She's gonna like do. She's, she's gonna do single ladies upbeat. Cool. She's gonna do um, like what other upbeat? Like she's gonna do. Uh, Dog, I don't even know. I really don't know, bro. Oh, she's gonna do that fucking Bonnie and Clyde with Jay Z. Bonnie and Clyde, it's fucking a throw back for your ass. She she has because I'm forgetting it's, it's Queen B. She got about five or six that she's gonna play that are gonna be upbeat, and then the other one's gonna be slow. So you're just gonna get mocked because Rihanna's just gonna keep coming with club records that you're gonna take Molly to. <laughs> Throw it up, throw it up. <laughs> Watch it all fall out. That's a, that's a moment. Watch it all fall out. That was a and moment. And then she's going to put on her fucking makeup that she makes billions of dollars. And then she's out of the building, bro. She's out of there. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I always thought Beyonce could go with Rihanna. But yeah, I think you're right. I think Rihanna has to go with someone else. Yeah, there's, no, there's, there's literally no women, bro. I tried to think of it. Um, going back to P&D, where do you rank P&D 2 within... P&D's discography. That could be a fucking podcast in itself, bro. That could be a podcast in itself because he has those little those little EPs where it's like Colors, Colors 2, uh, colors seven, days. Seven, uh, seven Days. Seven Days. Was, uh... Yo, I'm such a party stan that he's so good at his dark sound that when he switches it up, it sounds awkward because he tries different, like, sometimes it sounds offbeat. I get, what, I get what he was trying to do with that seven days. I remember he had a joint with Rick Ross. He had, it was I like love features. that song. It I love features. that Rick Ross song. That's definitely, to me, that's one of his bottom ones. But it, it, it can be. Colors, sure. Colors Part 1. Just Snow, Travis Scott, Cash Out. Who, Cash, Cash Out was crazy. And that, shit, that shit sounds so gritty, bro. It sounded like he made that in a base. It sounded like he made that in a goddamn like New York City apartment. This, this small song. Cash Out was featuring... No, what was, what's the name of the song and the artist on that song? I think it is Cash Out. It's Cash Out yeah, featuring 100%. someone. No, it's just them two. 
Oh, okay, okay. It's just okay. them two. And they just go crazy and it sounds so gritty, bro. That song, that project is insane, bro. That project is fucking insane. Just Married. That's the first track off of Colors Part Just one. Married. And then Colors 2, yes. Let's get married. Let's get married. Rendezvous. Rendezvous. On Colors 2. Yes, Rendezvous. Freaking You. Freaking You is... Part bro, 2. It, this, and this is another nutty, thing. Dog. Bro. It's legendary, bro. Freak, excuse me. Freaking You is crazy, right? Then Drake hops on it. I didn't like it as much. They have a Drake remix with Drake hops on that. It's on SoundCloud. And I didn't like it. Was it like recycled verses or it was like... Do you no. Think it was- official remix. Drake put a verse on there. And everyone was joking. Oh, look, I'm trying to steal another party song. Everybody right, right, joke. right, right. He wasn't good on that song. Fuck, I'll, I'll probably listen to it in the moment, but honestly, I don't remember it right now. I gotta and go, that's I, why. I gotta go check. Yeah, because the party wasn't good. Mm-hmm. You, it would have been viral if it was. That song was amazing. Freak, freaking you was them. insane, bro. And that's it's a, the fucking sample and you know, and, dogs. And it's Stop. A, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Jodeci is obviously one of the best fucking R&B groups ever. Mm-hmm. Dog, that sample was insane, dog. Crazy. It's insane. Crazy. Dog. Yeah, Party. Yeah. That, that, so that's my thing. Also, comment if you think anybody's better than Party within the last 10 years. Bro. I, I could throw some names at you right now, but they might show up on my list, so we might save that conversation. <laughs> I don't want to fuck up the list right now. Yeah, yeah. But yo, man, P&D is definitely... He's, he's one of my favorites. Like, any... I can't say any project, but mm-hmm. most of his projects, I'm fucking there with you, dog. Last thing about P and D, if ahead, you are a, if you are a music buff like I am for R and B, and you are a P and D fan, go check out his an Instagram. It's his most recent Instagram live. Somebody fully recorded it. It's on YouTube, and he has all unreleased songs that are stupid. Yeah, I have. I I I, I saw that going um making its rounds through the internet, like Twitter and Instagram, but I didn't listen to it. I was I work a weird job and I was up at all hours of the night, bro. And it was five a.m. and I'm listening to God, di- bro. It was, it was songs with vocals or just like instrumentals, fully finished songs that he was like, I love music. He's you know he's 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 like a weirdo. He's like yeah, he's yeah. like I love music. I'm never releasing these. He's like Prince. He's like I'm never releasing these songs. Y'all can hear these right now. And he just keep throwing different signs. <laughs> I'm like, all right, party, you're the man, bro. Was, was that live fairly recent or was it like a few months ago? Like- a few months ago, I would say four months ago, something like that. Four, four or five months ago. I gotta listen to it. Yeah, I man. Mean, the songs are crazy. PND, bro. We fuck with PND. For the listeners, for the viewers, guys, leave comments. We'd love to talk with you about all these artists, all these different projects. But again, try not to be a troll. Be tasteful. Be respectful. You know that. All right. Just know this, man. Um, so my number, my number five. That's Donnie, right? That's Don Tolliver. Life of a Don. Now, you might... You might hate me because I get it. Most people would think Don Tolliver is hip hop, but my podcast is <laughs> my podcast, and I regard that's I when regard you do that. that's when you do the mock shit. Big facts, big facts. <laughs> but inside joke, me and Neil had this weird thing back in college. We just like pointed at each other, just doing stupid ass shit. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man. Just me personally, I consider Don Tolliver hip hop R and B. A lot of people consider him hip hop, but. This goes to what I was telling you in the previous podcast, how I didn't really talk about this album a lot. Yep. I made it a point to throw this album somewhere within this list. And the more I listen to all the projects, I this is my judgment, my number five most favorite R&B project within the last 10 years, Life of a Don. Dog, Don Tolliver is just drugs and hella melodies. Sex full of Yukis, that's the that's the artist that's featuring. He has he has songs with Travis Scott, and the one that I have is um the song's called You mm-hmm. featuring Travis Scott. Uh, Flocky Flocky featuring Travis Scott. Like Flocky Flocky's fire, bro. Tra- so so Don Tolliver is signed to Travis Scott. I believe it's Cactus Jack Records, right? I mm-hmm. could be, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's signed to Travis Scott, and like yo, their fucking chemistry and the way they sound on songs is yeah. just like beautiful, bro. And yeah. yo, Don Tolliver and his melodies are fucking insane, bro. Yeah, one of the this project 
It's one of the best projects of 2021. Came out in 2021. And he 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 kind of has, has Bryson Tiller vibes to me. And it, just the, like the whole hip-hop R&B shit. Yeah. That's how I like... I don't want to compare the two, but I'm just saying to give you an idea for the listeners and viewers. Like, it's, it's, it's hip-hop, R&B. And it's just like, dog, it's just a good fucking time, bro. For his first album, Life of a Dawn, mm-hmm. this shit was stupid, bro. The album cover uh, uh, definitely resembles... I haven't even... I've only heard the songs that are like regularly available to you from this album, like Flocky Flocky. And I believe he has one other hit that's on the radio. Does he have that? Suicide Door, brand new bag. Is that on this song? Mm, I don't think that's so. That's not on this album, I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Suicide Drugs and Hella, Drugs and Hella, Drugs and Hella Melodies is, It was the first single. Okay. Okay. So it's probably not on... Lemonade is what I'm trying to think of. That's not on here. I think the song's called. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song's very That's fucking, uh, that's Internet Money, I think. That's the group, Internet Money. That's their song. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That song is fire, though. That song is crazy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, it, it resembles, like, I literally feel like I should walk into a New York City club (laughs) or dungeon and it should look like this if I'm listening to Don Tolliver's music. One hundred percent. I need to walk into somewhere and be like, oh, like and be like a little scared when I walk in and be like, okay, it's safe here. Everyone's just on drugs. But like at first you're like a little tense. You're like, what the fuck am I getting into? Yeah, man. And um he did an interview with Ebro um on Apple Music and y'all uh, he was talking about creating the album. He was talking about being signed to Travis Scott. And bro, his sound is just it's 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 auto it's auto tuny, but I just feel like the way he uses it is fucking yeah amazing bro yep drugs and hella melodies even though it was a single coming off this album bro that song is perfect dog it's such a good song it's one of those songs to me that whenever whenever an artist puts out a single it's like okay you this song is gonna get annoying after a while yeah song that's that song is not annoying to me nope. that song is not annoying i'll put it on right now and i'm just vibing to it bro mm-hmm. i fuck with that song i feel so like that's happy, i feel like that's how a lot of r&b is i feel like r&b has more replay value than certain than majority of rap songs yeah i feel like r&b has more replay value rap songs i don't i, don't, I really can't pinpoint it but i really feel like r&b yeah I don't maybe know. it's the smoothness maybe it's the slowness i th- you know what i think it is i think r&b a lot more people can connect to it because r&b is known for you know being in your feelings and like you mm-hmm. know like talking about your feelings and all that shit everybody mm-hmm. can relate to that everybody mm-hmm. goes through stress breakups divorces all that shit being mm-hmm. cheated on not yep. everybody goes through that, but a yep. majority of people go go through that. Yeah, hip hop is flashy. Yo, I got look at all these women I got, jewelry, cars. Yeah, yeah. you're not money, always in that mood. The fucking money phone. It's like, yeah, it's like, dog. I can't relate to that. I don't have. I'm not fucking filthy rich. Mm-hmm. But R and B, you can relate to it with all these feelings and emotions and shit. That's true. It's definitely more relatable across across the board. And you know, sure. you know, you know what else I find a little annoying right now? I feel like a lot of people are kind of hopping on the. Yo, I'm a, I'm really an R and B guy. I'm not a hip hop guy. I feel like people are hopping on that wave They're a lot. Scared to write bars. I'm just like I like why? I just feel like why is everybody coming out of the woodworks and just saying how like everybody's an R and B dude? Mm-hmm. I'm just like for me personally, um, and you that I've gotten to know, but like I've known you for a while. It's like we've always talked about music and we always talk about R and B. So like I know we're not just saying that just for this podcast. But like yeah, that's just something annoying that I wanted to get off my chest. It's yeah, like, no, I fucking that, hate that shit. That has to be that has to be something like they're scared to write bars. Maybe. They're scared to write bars, bro, because people are always like, oh, did you write? You got a ghostwriter? Oh, it taints your legacy. This, that, and the third. So people are like, all right, if I just move to the R and B, maybe they won't say that because nobody says that about R and B because you have to perform it. You got to you got to be a vocal performer. But I'm also talking about the fans too. I'm talking about like regular people. Oh, the fans. I'm talking about like regular people. Yeah. I didn't even think about the artists from your perspective. Oh. I didn't even think about that shit. The fans claiming the genre. I feel like a lot more people are just like, yo, I'm really an R&B dude. Like, I fell in love with R&B before oh, hip-hop. Oh, that's what you're saying. I'm just like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm, I'm seeing that a lot within the yeah. internet. And I'm just like, what? I feel like, I feel like to say that, you better know. If you're going to say that, you better know your 80s and 90s R&B at least. 70s is a little too old. But you better know your 80s and 90s. You better know your jagged edges. You better know your one twelve. You better know your Cisco. You better know your Drew Hill. Drew you better Hill, know your Joe Mike Jack. Boys to Men, Mike Jack, New Edition, Mint Condition. Bruh, don't test me, dog. <laughs> you better don't test me. That's bro. what people need to know. They need to know their Shanties and all of that, bro. Like, but yeah, you can't just say that for sure. Nah, no yeah. way. So that's my number five. Um, we came to the end of the list. Hold on. I got to bring it back to... 
bring it back to the brand. I got to bring it back to the homepage. You feel me? To the brand. So, yeah, man. To the brand. The brand. Um, yeah, man. So, that was part two of our R&B list. We still got more, more albums to talk about. We still got more of the list to, to dwindle down. But before we sign off, my guy, Neil, I want to I appreciate your time and I want to thank you for yeah. um, your time and energy and effort for coming here, recording another podcast. I know it's not easy with scheduling and everything, but I really appreciate it, my guy. My mans. Um, and obviously, we're going to keep doing this. We still got more to list to go. Mm-hmm. But before we sign off, yo, anything, your socials, anything that you want to throw yo, cousin, out? Cousin Boneless on Instagram, cousin underscore boneless. You know, that's my personal page. I just be posting silly stuff there. Some crypto stuff there. I'm going to have something soon to promote and y'all going to watch out for it. But for mm-hmm. now, just my personal. My guy. Yeah. And then, yo, man, whenever you post something and you, and you want to like, you want like to share it, let me know. And I'll obviously re- repost it and story and all that shit. So for sure. I got you back. Anybody that like puts an effort to coming here, recording a podcast, like the only thing, the only thing right thing to do is to fucking reciprocate that energy, bro. Fact, bro. So yeah, whenever you need something, bro, bro, I got you, man. Bro. Um, but as far as time flies, for everybody tuning in, viewers, listeners, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Please, for the YouTube viewers, if you like what you saw, hit that subscribe button. Um, leave a comment. Hit that thumbs up as well. Hit the thumbs up. It's easy. Just hit the thumbs up. Big facts. For the, for the people listening, please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, Apple and Spotify. Um, and also, you can find the links down below within the YouTube and also in the podcast app. Whichever one you're using, Spotify or Apple, the links are going to be down below for Instagram, Twitter, the website, for merch, all that good stuff, man. So until next time, we're going to be signing off, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of Time Flies. Deuce, deuce. Peace. Bubble goose.